Are you a sicko for loving horror movies? What in the world even is a comfort horror movie? And why do some people love horror while others hate it? We'll be talking about all of that and more on today's episode of Borderline, Borderline Inappropriate, Inappropriate with Merle and Aria. <laughs> and little Lucille if you're watching the video uh, podcast. Well, today is the first time uh, we are taping an episode since uh, our return from Europe. Yep. Uh, which is why my hair, if you're watching the video podcast, is no longer bright pink. It is faded because some people uh, did a terrible job uh, maintaining their hair color and taking care of it. Um, but that's life. I'm going to shave it all off soon enough and get a big head tattoo. Mm-hmm. Big head tattoo? Yes, I'm going to get a big head tattoo of Lucille's head. <laughs> What's our favorite word we learned while we were abroad? Our favorite word we learned was... We'll castel- say the okay. same time. <laughs> okay. He knew. Yes, I did know. That was a uh, it was a place. It was a place in uh, is it Mean Castle too in I Danish? Think so. Yes, it was a place in Denmark in Copenhagen specifically called Kastelatat. Kastelatat, and so we would word. just say that to each other all the time. What a funny little word. We're excited to dive back into things and then dive right back out of them <laughs> because uh, we do have some scary news. Uh, fitting on theme with today's episode. Scary news. We will have to pause the podcast. We are pausing the podcast indefinitely because uh, well, it's a Somewhat good reasons, you know, uh, we have ex- an exciting project we're working on, a couple, but one also we're working on together that is taking a little bit of priority. We can't really say much more at this moment, but it's going to require a lot uh, of time and energy uh, on top of all of our other uh, obligations, creative, professional and personal. So uh, we just can't dedicate the time to do weekly podcasts, especially since I'm the one editing these podcasts uh, again now. So, you know, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, we can put all our energy properly into all these projects. And unfortunately, the podcast is one that has to temporarily go by the wayside. Even though we really enjoy it a lot. Yes, it was a it. it was a tough decision. Yeah, um, it makes me sad because I do like talking and I'm glad people have enjoyed it. And we, it was the first time we did content together in a long time. Yes, in another world where we had more time to justify. Uh, or if people wanted to edit them for free. Yes, if people want to edit these podcasts for free, you let us know, and then we can talk. It takes a long time. You don't yeah. want to do that, trust yeah. me. Yeah, uh, yeah. unfortunately, the truth is, yeah, just keeping up a weekly cadence. On top of Merle's two-video week cadence on her own YouTube channel, she has to shoot that stuff. And, of course, I have my work, too, my projects. I haven't started the two-video week. I'm okay, still doing well, one. Well, you're about to move to two videos a week, yeah. so then it's basically you have to shoot a third video a week with a yeah. podcast. Then you have to do the short-form content for it. Like for the, the podcast, yeah. And we don't want to spread ourselves thin and let the quality of all the projects suffer because, you know, we're overworked. We don't want the quality of the podcast to suffer. We don't want the quality of our other projects to suffer. I can't reveal too much, but I'm working on a couple of uh, a couple of bigger projects. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Little Steel keeps secrets. But it has been very fun for us, I will say. Yes. And I feel like we got to talk about some interesting things and gave us an opportunity to talk more than we like normal outside of what we normally talk about but because of that we figured for this last episode we would do it for one for ourselves for ourselves we want to do a horror episode for a while but we thought you know what it's Pe- not gonna do it's well. not gonna do very well but you know what who cares who cares at this point we could wax poetic about horror movies all day we so love it we can actually do that today and i'm excited about it and we're gonna be talking about why it is that some people love horror while other people can't stand horror Mainly, why do we like horror? Like Horror is one of the things that bonded us right off the from bat. From the beginning. From the beginning, and it's still something that we share. We watch horror movies together. To the point where sometimes when we're looking for a horror movie, we're, run like, out. We're, we're running out of them. Okay. Sure, there are a lot of, uh, obviously, you know, uh, not so great horror movies we can still watch. But, you know, most of the classics we've kind of 
gone through. We've run through them. Foreign, too. Foreign, too. We love our foreign horror. So let's dive into horror for our last episode. Let's talk about you know, how long you've enjoyed horror movies for. Since I've been allowed to watch them, which I, my mom didn't really let me watch them until I was like in high school, I think. Mm. But... My dad took me to the to see quarantine in the movie theaters once when I was in eighth grade, uh, which I thought was so cool because I was I think I don't know if it was R or PG thirteen, but I got to go. Ah. <laughs> I was so happy because I really really love. I've always lo- really been intrigued by horror movies. Even the movie Labyrinth is the more is like more horror esque. I feel like in nature. I mean, maybe not horror, but it's a darker it's a darker children's movie. And I used to watch that every day growing up. Also. The Dark Crystal, which I used to watch all the time. Mm, I didn't know you watched that. Also pretty scary, actually, for a children's movie. So I think I always was watching scary movies mm. to some degree. I think for me, I always had a morbid predilection. I had always had a morbid fascination with horror. I remember when I, even when I couldn't watch horror movies, not because my parents didn't let me, but it's just maybe I didn't have access to them growing up in Asia. I would still go online and, and, and read like plot summaries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sp- and unfortunately, I spoiled a bunch of horror movies for myself just because I wanted to see <laughs> what spooky so things happen. Yes, it's a shame, but that's uh, that was the youthful uh, curiosity in me. I can't relate to spoiling movies for yourself. Well, I definitely don't. I don't do that anymore. I don't. Even, I I avoid movie trailers too. Right. Because I don't want to spoil anything. But when I was younger, do I, wanted, I wanted the thrill. Some people. I'll read the the last page of a book that's before true. starting. You know. I feel like. You want to talk about if there's something wrong with people that love scary movies. I think there might be something wrong with people that do that. Yes. Read the last page of a book? Look up the ending of a movie before you watch it? Yes. What are you doing? Please represent yourselves in the comments because I, do, I truly don't understand the point. I guess uh, at the end of the day, the horror movies may not be for everyone, but that's their last. But there's so many different kinds of horror movies, too. There's mm-hmm. like thrillers. There's psychological horror. There's like zombies. Zombie monster movies. Monster. Yeah torture porn which i will say that's an area of horror i've never gotten into i do not like super gory movies i'll watch them if it's justified but a movie that's just about hor- like gore just to be disgusting is not for me mm. i don't know how people do it do you like it as long as the movie uh, like you said as long as it's justified or if the if the other elements of the film are strong enough then i don't really care you yeah. know um, but I don't intentionally seek out something just because, oh, that's going to be gory. What are the scariest movies you've ever seen? Well, the one that comes to mind is uh, is one that we saw together. And, of course, that was when we first started dating. And it gave me genuinely the loudest scream, the loudest jump scare I've ever had in a film. It was Pulse by uh, Kiyoshi Kurosawa, a Japanese horror film. If you haven't seen it, it, it is, uh, it's, uh, it's quite a ride. And he, made it, he made you scream at the top I, of your I've never lungs. screamed that loud in a movie before. I won't spoil it, but there's a moment in it. That is just, but it's not probably for people who have seen that film. It's not the moment you're probably thinking of. It was much <laughs> earlier in the film, and the thing is, like, it was kind of telegraphed that there'd be something scary about to happen um, because it wasn't like a jump. It wasn't even really a jump scare. Uh, but anyways, I screamed so loud. Have you uh, ever screamed like that? I've never screamed that loud in a horror movie before. I don't know what it was, um, but yes, that was that was quite something. We were uh, laugh, laugh, laughing at that. Yeah. That was definitely uh, that's one that's one that comes to mind. What about for you? Well, I was scared of quarantine when I went to see it when I was in eighth grade. Is quarantine the American remake of Rep? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 But I was young at the time. I was like twelve, I think. But I was so happy I got to go see the movie. I felt so cool. And then, sure enough, like after I watched, it, I was so scared. And then my dad took us to a, ha- a haunted house because ah. it was Halloween. Oh, okay. So okay, that's okay. like well, the theme of it all. So he was just being good, you know. He's just being cool parent, mm-hmm. and. 
I was so happy. But then we got to the we got to the haunted house. And I remember walking through the haunted house. Also, fun fact about me, I have a fear of being chased. <sighs> like I don't like it when I feel like somebody's following or chasing behind me. I start to panic. I was walking through with a group of people, with them with my friend and my dad. And we were walking through in a line, and then this troll person came up behind us, like an actual troll, like came up behind us and was like about to like, you know, do something or whisper in my ear or something like that. And so I saw them coming in the corner of my eye, so I pushed everyone in front of me, push, 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 to speed them up so that I couldn't get caught by this goblin. And I ended up pushing everyone out of the emergency exit, and then we had to leave. Because we couldn't get back in. People were probably very upset. Yeah, they weren't happy with that. Other things, I've it wasn't just, I mean, so anyway, so that movie messed, you know, messed with my head for a while. That's like my first scariest movie experience. Also, the Mothman prophecy scared me when I was younger. the Mothman prophecies. I haven't seen Quarantine either, actually. I've only seen Wreck. When I was, those were like when I was younger. Movies don't really fuck with me that much anymore. I'm trying to think of one that had, well, I guess, I mean, Cure was somewhat recent. It's an older movie, but it was somewhat recent for me. We watched that in 2019. We watched, oh, you know what movie messed me up? I thought The Visit was so scary. The Visit is a recent movie that scared me a lot. I saw it the first time when I was in my early 20s, and I stopped watching it because I was too freaked out. Wow. But then I rewatched it with you. No, no, no. I saw it on my own. Oh, then I rewatched it, I guess. With another lover. Really? (laughs) Are you asking me? I don't know. I was making a joke. Oh, (laughs) I thought you meant you. No, I just said I did it. He said, really, as if I was there to confirm you'd watch it with another man. (laughs) No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I watched it again. I think I watched it alone. And it was so scary because I've always asked people the question, what's scarier, evil children or haunted slash evil older people? Mm. Oh, I, answer that question in the comments. That's a good one. I'd love to hear your opinions. I personally think older people, but people have their own reasons for being afraid of either one. Some people say older people, they'd be easy to take out. They're frail. They're weak. Yes. I don't know, whatever it is, whatever they say, I could take them. Children for me aren't as intimidating because when I look at a child and I look at an older person between the two, the older person's supposed to be the, the comforting, safe one to me. I expect children to cause chaos, you know? But older people, they've always been a nurturing space for me, so that's why it scares me when they're evil. Mm, that makes sense. And the visit is messed up. Yes. I don't want to say too much. Just quickly scanning the internet about why other people love horror. Some people really like the adrenaline rush. Some people like live for jump scares. That's why there's so many of those like pocket-sized like jump scare short horror that people mm-hmm. love to watch. And it's yeah, just, they get like, millions of views on YouTube. Yeah, they get millions of views. Another reason, which I think is one reason I like them, is because people feel like they can gain experience from watching horror movies. Like mm. in a disaster movie, sometimes you'll learn how would you escape. In a zombie apocalypse movie, maybe you'll learn I'm how would you survive. And for me, I always thought like in a hostage situation or like in a kidnapping situation, which are common things in horror movies, sometimes you can learn how to escape. So I always thought that was like a cool aspect to horror movies. But bottom line for me is I think horror is the only genre of movie that whether it's really good or really bad, I have the best chance of enjoying it. Because a really bad comedy movie could be funny, could be funny. That's probably the second most likely. But a really bad drama is probably just going to be bad. I mean, you know, like any bad movie, you can find it funny if it's like bad, funny, Mm -hmm. like B-movie kind of on purpose. But horror, at least it's going to be scary, hopefully. Like, you know, at least you know something's going to happen. And I feel like with other movies, sometimes I'm like, is it going to be worth my time? That's why I love them, because I always have that to look forward to. Yes. 
Do you know? I like the thrill. I like the thrill. I like seeing different takes on uh, on horror. I like folk horror. I like horror that uh, draws from like uh, you know maybe some some good old folk tales as well or some like the fairy witch. tale parables. Yes, you know. Um, yeah, the vivich. Yeah, the what? Vivich. That's not what it's called. That's how it's posted on the poster. I guess also like scary stories are nothing new, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I like that. Yeah, the old scary like some of those horror movies have a feel of just like an old good old scary story, you know. Sure. That draws from, you know, a good old like I said folktale or something like that. Okay. And something we grew up with. I remember reading a lot of Goosebumps when I was a kid too. Me too. I liked Goosebumps. Goosebumps was fun. Did you watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I was scared of watching Are You Me Afraid too. of the Dark when I was a kid. Because one time I watched an episode, I there were like two it. episodes that f- messed with my head. One episode, there was some scary person on a merry-go-round and that scared me. And then another one, there was an episode where there someone's trapped in the jail cell of a ship that's sinking, so oh. they're going to drown to death. I was like, Jesus, this is putting horrible yeah, thoughts in no, my mind. Yeah, I, uh, I, we didn't have it in Asia, but when I went to visit my uh, family in France one summer, they had they had it on French TV, and the episode I saw, it was very scary. It was some sort of ghost with a bike. I don't know. Yeah, they're scary. They're very scary. But I will say what we had in Asia, and this is now for my, both, well, not so much my just my Asians, but my Aussies out there, but uh, there is a uh, an Australian author named Paul Jennings, and he wrote short stories and they were uh, adapted into a TV show called Around the Twist and there were some very scary uh, scary episodes let me tell you that there was like a ghost in a porta potty out, oh God. outside a house it was spooky Ooh. Um, and uh, so yeah that was a uh, Around the Twist oh that, that had the best theme song too really sing oh it oh my gosh play it play it play it play it ah <sighs> <laughs> strange things happen Oh, we need to rewatch this. Anyway, so yeah, I grew up reading a lot of those. I mean, I read uh, also a lot of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, mm. Cask of Amontillado. So hmm? Cask of Amontillado. It's a short story where this man basically encases his friend in a wall. What about the Telltale Heart? That's basically that's a, the that's same good. thing. No, it's not. The Telltale the heart, heart is. He's, they're under the floorboards. Once they're in the wall, then they're in the floor. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, get a new shtick. Oh, she's <laughs> coming for Edgar Allan. No, I love Edgar Allan Poe. But then, of course, I also enjoy reading. I like going on like uh, the subreddit No Sleep. There was a period when we first started dating where I would read you stories from No Sleep yeah. before bed. Sometimes I haven't read as many, but I used to. And there was a great series of I read the I read this one to you and to Justin on a car ride or something. I read uh, there's a pen pals it, pen pal. Yeah, it's a like a series. It was a great series. That's by, the best. Horror series I've ever short. been. It was read. incredible. Check it out. It's by it's a, a thousand. If you're familiar with creepy pasta or no sleep, this is not even necessarily creepy pasta, I guess. But I mean, it is so good. Know. But uh, the original author, the username was a thousand vultures. I think. I think his real name is Dan Auerbach. Uh, it's been since basically these these. There was like a, a collection of six, seven horror shorts that were. Uh, they're all like it's part of a long story, but he. But basically, they've also been organized into a little book called Pen Pal. So and good, it's great. It's very scary, and it's also very. It was, it was. I love a horror movie that's both scary but has a really strong story. It was not, really well told. Yeah, really well told, but strong story in the sense that, like, uh, not. I mean, like emotionally to it. Yes. It, it really touched upon some really yeah. interesting themes about aging and childhood and all that kind of shit. Innocence, friendship, innocence. I like that. Speaking of the innocence, that was a good movie. That's one of our favorites, The Innocence. Yeah. Yes, which has, uh, which is an adaptation which of Turn of the Screw, yeah. uh, which has been made so many times, and most recently into uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. But The Innocence is from the 60s, I think. It is, uh, it's it's my favorite adaptation. Me too. Easily. What's that song from it? I don't know. We lay my love and I beneath the weeping wind. Oh, wow. I didn't remember that at all. That sang in The Innocence, but then they, I guess they must have, because they, they, it's, also, it's also used in Blind Manor. 
Huh. But I think it first appeared in The Innocence. I didn't know that. Oh, Willow Whaley is the name of the song. We differ in the sense where I love all horror. Like, I, I actually deliberately like bad horror. Like, I like bad movies. <laughs> I like really good movies, and I like I really appreciate, like, B-movies, and I love camp. But I feel like you never want to watch movies unless they, like, have a high rating for the most part. Sure, that's true. I do, I do try to seek out ones that have not necessarily a high rating, but that have been... That. Acclaimed in some way. But I guess the second question we were asking posed, uh, what even is a comfort horror movie? Well, this actually comes from an Instagram uh, sort of like template that I posted a while ago. Someone had one of those reshare ones where you fill in the blanks. And someone had posted like list your top five comfort horror movies. And I did so. And I had a couple of people respond saying, what the hell is a comfort horror movie? Like they couldn't, they couldn't fathom the idea of a horror movie being comforting. But I think I can definitely see if you don't enjoy horror, that making no sense. But, yeah. you know, for those of us that love horror, there are certainly comfort horror movies. What are yours? I forget what I listed in some of them. I think you put Cabin in the Woods. On yeah. what you would, well, you didn't post one, but you would say Cabin in the Woods was probably one of them. I mean, yeah. a comfort horror movie, again, is one that you could throw on in the background. This is a random one, but something I've thrown on in the background a couple of times now is Midsommar, yeah. which I don't think many people would consider. I don't know. Maybe they would, but it's a very, it's not a fun watch because there, there are some comfort horror movies that are just a fun watch, mm. like like The Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. Or Army yeah. of Darkness, basically, yeah, any of that trilogy. But, so Midsommar is like a, it's a long watch too, but uh, it's an incredible film. But I, yeah, I guess I just, uh, yeah, I guess maybe it's a comfort horror movie for me now because I seem to chuck it on. But yeah, well, I mean, what else are some other ones for you I that, mean, you, it's like that you can go back to? in a to? beautiful place. That's maybe what it is, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah, but I guess a comfort horror movie would be something that you can go back to, something you watch regularly, much like you would a comfort movie in general. It just happens to be a horror movie. Just yeah. like you might throw on a good little love actually. I love holidays. watching Get Out. Sometimes I feel like you've put that on too in the background. I have, I have. I like watching it too because it's, it's such a great film that it's nice to study. Especially when you watch it over and over again. Since you already know the plot, you can watch it like from the lens of a storyteller. Kevin the Woods is a solid one because that's like a perfect horror movie too. I mean, would you consider Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, a comfort horror? horror, a horror? It's, it's, I mean, that's just my favorite movie. I don't think it's really horror. I think it's like horror adjacent. Yeah. I used to love Wrong Turn. <laughs> that was a comfort horror wow, for me. Wow, I don't think I've ever seen Wrong Turn. It's uh, Isn't that a bit gory? Yeah. But again, it does. It earns it sure, in my sure, mind. Sure, it's sure. not just doing it for no reason. I mean, that's not even a particularly good movie. I just really liked it because I had faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Aha. And I wanted to be her when I was younger. Also, the inbred storyline I thought was interesting because I was like, that's a possible thing I that can happen. I'm not familiar. And it was like West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Mountain Mama. Mama take, take me home. home. Country, Country roads. roads. They don't say they don't sing that in the movie. They should sing it in a creepy manner. You should watch it. It's very two thousand five. I think why a horror movie can be comforting is because then you see these people going through some terrible things, and you think that's a comfort that my life isn't that bad. Yeah, you know, at least I'm not in the Swedish woods with a cult. Sure. You know? I remember in um, was it Monster that we watched oh, recently? Oh my gosh, that's not a horror movie. No, but they said people like scary stories because it makes the horror of real life less scary. Ah, they said that in the movie. It was in that movie or in another movie we watched. By the way, Mo by Monster, we don't, we're not talking about the Charlize Theron movie. We're talking no. about Monster by Corrieta. Incredible film. I cried. Yeah, I cried. We oh, yes, cried. yes, 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 yes. So, like, why do some people like horror while other people don't like horror? My mom hates horror. My mom, she says, my mom and my brother, they don't really enjoy horror. She says, like, why would I actively try to scare myself? <laughs> but it's like you were saying earlier, it's that thrill, it's that adrenaline rush. It's that, like, It's ooh. like a roller coaster ride. It is, it is, it is. And... I think it's really interesting to see how horror has evolved over time sure. to match society's fears. Totally. Or this is the state of society in general, because obviously now you're seeing more like tech driven horror. Not that yeah. 
wasn't before. Obviously, there was sci-fi horror and all that kind of stuff with like, you know, AI even mm-hmm. back in the day. But I'm just saying now social media is playing a part in horror plot lines and, you know, and advancing and, you know, and just like the current state of politics, everything like that. So it's nice to see, well, obviously all film advances with society, but specifically horror. It's interesting to see how they're able to weave, you know, uh, the world we live in currently into horror. I like horror. I think, um, you know, I would love to direct a horror movie at some point. No, totally. I mean, that's what I would want to make. You also would want love to act in a horror movie. You've, that's, that's one of your goals. It's a dream. Yeah. She would be a beautiful scream queen. It's a dream. <laughs> she's she's put on a show for any casting directors out there. <laughs> no, no. As a writer, like someone who wants to write horror movies and who has written horror shorts. And when I was younger, I used to write horror stories. I always like to use that genre as a way to talk about the darker things in life mm. and like a way to creatively approach difficult issues, you know, that are yeah. hard to talk about. Mm. I feel like horror has like a very near and dear place to my heart because I always was drawn to darker stories and the darker sides of life, I suppose. Yeah. You can still be a positive person and still be really intrigued by the darker mm, stories in life. Yeah. I think that it can be really useful for people who want to be able to express themselves without in making just a drama. For me anyway. Horror is a really cool way to sort of subvert the audience's expectations. I love mysteries. Mm. I love psychological horror. Something that's like a slow little Easter eggs. I think a great horror movie has to have a good sense of humor. I'll watch a long horror movie. I will watch a slow burn if I'm interested in the characters and if I think that the themes are interesting enough. And honestly, if it doesn't take itself too seriously. I think some horror movies are just so gung-ho on it's scary, period. That it's almost like the characters come second, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the like churned out factory horror, some of the mainstream stuff. But we're right now living in an age of really great mainstream horror, I think. Yes, I absolutely agree. I mean, it seems like every year there's like a a really solid bunch. Yeah, I do think that the caliber for horror is increasing. And I think because the caliber of horror has been heightened so much in recent years, now audience expectation for that quality is also Mm -hmm. higher. And so the bar keeps getting raised. And so it's great because then there's more demand from studios for, you know, horror of that quality, that caliber. It's great for horror fans. Right. It can't just be like it was in the 2000s where it's just like slasher kind of shallow characters. And I like some of those. Like I said, I just wrong turn. But, you know, we've kind of moved past from the like girl with big boobs gets stabbed in the boob slasher movie, which not that there's anything wrong with that, but that was an era. Recently, horror has been really great in tying in important uh, and timely themes uh, and issues in society yeah. into their stories into for their sure. horror. Not to say that didn't happen in, in the past, but I feel like nowadays really there's a there's a push for there to be intent with the horror that's being made, with some of the horror that's being made, of course. Totally. I think creatively, as you know, writers, directors, it's 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 an interesting challenge to find a way to present these important themes, but with a horror twist. Mm. You know, uh, and so it's like a it's like yeah. a fun little challenge, I think. For me though, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, if we're gonna watch a new movie, I'm almost insisting that it's a horror movie. I know it certainly frustrates me at times because I do want to watch some non-horror movies, even though I love we horror do. movies. We, we do. do. We watch a lot. We watch a lot loves of them. Her horror movies. But I don't watch them alone all that often. I oh, like yeah. the act of watching them with other people. I'll watch them alone occasionally, but I'm more. I think horror is the most fun genre to watch with a group of people. Oh, absolutely, I agree. I mean, I guess comedy. You could comedy is good too. It's always good to go get laughed. But I, I prefer getting the thrills. Me too. To answer the question of Are you a sicko for liking horror? What do you say, Merle? I say, Who cares? Who cares? 
Life's too short. Enjoy what you enjoy as long as it's not hurting anyone. Yeah, as long as it's not hurting anyone. I will say I wonder about the torture porn people. I worry about the people that watch it because I wonder what that does to their brain. But obviously they're fine or they wouldn't. It doesn't bother them. But I can't stand it. So that's probably how other people feel about me loving horror in the first place. I mean, honestly, kudos. When people can watch that, I'm actually impressed. I'm like, how do you do that without cringing? Well, that's that. We just want to talk about horror movies. When we decided this was going to be the last episode, Merle said, then let's make it the horror episode because Merle's been wanting to do it for a while. Yeah. And we do love our horror movies. So we figured even if it doesn't do well, this will be a nice little sign off for now. We've really enjoyed the journey. We've enjoyed the journey. And the journey was a little shorter than we expected with you all. However, I'm going to hold the mic like this because I don't care anymore. Mm. But we'll still be around. We'll still be around. I'm excited. around. I'm online. You're Fish. not. You're kind of offline. I'm kind of offline. But Your uh, Instagram is popping off. Well, I haven't posted anything recently, but uh, there will be some some outfits coming out soon, I think, on my Instagram. He's uh, a fashionista. Yes, got some stuff back from the tailor. Mm. We'll obviously still be around. I mean, Merle's going to be going to two videos a week. Yeah, anyways, I'll on be our around channel. more than you want She'll me to be. be streaming anyway. So, but as far as this uh, podcast for now, sadly, uh, it's time to say... Uh, our farewells. And perhaps it's time for us to make the horror movie we'd like to see in the world. Yes. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for those of you who were Patreon members for this. We appreciate it. Make sure to cancel that. But thank you for your support. It actually really meant so much, means so much for those of you who watched and commented and had conversations, difficult conversations. And even those of you who were just lurking and watching, we really appreciate it. This was kind of like a fun little passion project. Just it definitely like, was. It definitely you know, was, you know. Just kind of fun. And uh, yeah, hey, we can say we, we've done this. And who knows, maybe we'll come back. I'm not saying we never would. It's just, it's no, it's not really fitting into the overall Plan. things we want to do. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So we've, uh, we've done this. Thank you so much for the support you've shown the podcast. We really do appreciate it. We'll still be around. Our social medias are down below as always. Our Discord servers are still happening, you know. Drop your favorite horror movies. Drop your favorite horror movies and we can continue the conversation, uh, you know, elsewhere. Either way, we're so grateful to you all and we are excited to be sharing all our upcoming work with you. Yes. Uh, and hopefully someday soon you might see this woman screaming in a horror movie. <laughs> no, I'm going to be the killer. Oh yeah, she likes that. She does like that. But until then, toodaloo.